0: D- do you want to take a gummy bear?
1: Not now. All right. Um. <laughs> I want one gummy bear. Uh, <laughs> that's less than ideal.
0: Can you get it together?
1: Maybe. <laughs> hey, let's face, shall we? We can talk. I'll
0: No, I can't talk if you're like this and chewing.
1: I can't. Why not? Be a professional. Come on. No,
0: th- you be a professional. I right,
1: am. I'm away from my mic.
0: No. <laughs> no food.
1: This is the worst. No.
0: Hi, and welcome to Gen Extemporaneous. This is a podcast where I come up with an idea, I do some research, I grab a bottle of wine, I bring everything to Mark, and he pontificates. Today, we continue our exploration of the documentary, The Curious Case of Natalia Grace, currently streaming on Max and Discovery+. Plus. If you thought this miniseries was unhinged before, let me tell you that the stuff we learn in episodes five and six boggles the mind. Michael Barnett continues to vie for best actor in a victim role in a reality series throughout these last two episodes, and in the end, we are both walking away, scratching our heads, wondering what in the hell is happening in the Indiana court system. Thank you for coming to listen to us each week, and if you do enjoy us, please share us with a friend. Hi, Mark Snedeker.
1: Hey, Christina LaRusso. We're back. Yes, after an extended absence, uh, we are back. We are tanned, rested, and ready to go.
0: I'm super excited. I missed podcasting.
1: Yes, (laughs) ding.
0: It was like a long, (laughs) drawn-out
1: version of
0: the word podcasting. Yes, I did. I missed it. I missed it. So I'm glad to be back in the saddle. All right, let's have a hot take on episode five and episode six. So episode five is called Barnett versus Barnett. What's your hot take?
1: Um, well, there's very little doubt in my mind that they should definitely be divorced. They should probably be divorced from themselves, from their children, from their respective countries.
0: <laughs> these are be not just,
1: great people.
0: They're terrible people. I, I kind of came away from this going, how many really bad people are there in the world that are like this? Because these are really oh. just bad people. And, and you would never really probably expect it just based on like if you were that neighbor
1: well first of all i guarantee if we were their neighbor we would hate them
0: oh not 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 even
1: from the natalia gray stuff just they're like annoying people
0: yeah yeah well i mean anybody talking to michael within the first five minutes you'd probably want to pound that guy into oblivion yeah not in a good way like with your fists and right not sexually (laughs) no not sexually at all no 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 (laughs) he
1: might be into it but
0: he might uh, well he might be
1: It's really shocking and you mentioned a little bit about the Indiana court system. It's shocking how bad that is.
0: And which we which we do get to in episode six. We start to see more about that. I guess my big takeaways, hot take, is the unprofessionalism of Of their lawyers. lawyers. He's
1: like, I'm offended. You're not offended.
0: It's it's just it's it's that. It's the it's the weird situation that the the courts we're
1: yeah well it was covid time so that's why everything was remote but
0: well yeah but uh, i guess for me i was looking at it from the perspective of the court should be doing the right thing and the court uh, yeah i know justice is blind but i I really feel like the legal system the judge in particular how they we just we and we find out in these episodes that they maintain that natalia was this older age
1: right well, when
0: she wasn't, yeah. we, we find out in these episodes as well that she actually was born in two thousand three. Yeah, according to that's the, pretty reliable. I think it's pretty reliable point. because if she had born had been born in the earlier date that they assigned her, her mother would have been ten.
1: Yeah, which is extremely unlikely.
0: And there's a DNA test proving that. Yeah, so this, Grava is her yeah. mother.
1: Yeah, so this court is not only blind. But mentally impaired, <laughs> deaf, and mm-hmm. possibly hard of smelling.
0: It's They're oh. just,
1: they're not, I mean, uh, the guy who did the date reassignment, I, I assume, is on the take.
0: Right? Uh, well, you would have to think. I, I don't yeah. know. I mean, no. I can't uh, make that accusation. Uh, I'm making
1: that accusation. Um, or just stupid. Maybe he's just stupid. I don't know.
0: <laughs> yeah, I mean, it's just, it's, it's really bad. So, and then, of course, the thread that continues through all six episodes is Michael's histrionic behavior. Of course. And the... Overacting by Michael, and yeah. and then we are given a glimpse, and in one of the final moments of the series, we're yeah. given a glimpse of the fact that Michael knows that he's acting, and he lets on to the documentarians. Right? You, know. you want
1: the crying Michael?
0: Yeah. So yeah. we'll we'll get there in more detail. Let's start with episode five, Barnett versus Barnett, and get a little bit more into the yeah. weeds. I
1: mean, I feel like if. Natalia really did try to kill them, it might be justified.
0: <laughs> it might have been justified on the <laughs> like i Like, I might have
1: been okay. I would have, not a jury in the world would convict her.
0: No, absolutely not. All right, so let's dive into a little bit more depth, uh, Barnett versus Bar- Barnett. If you remember correctly, where we left off in episode four, there was a live mic situation.
1: There was an alleged, yeah, we're not really not sure. sure.
0: If it was really an accident right, or if right, it was right. by design, but... Right. W- I think that both you and I came away from this thinking that Jacob, the eldest son, he's
1: probably not, you know, plotting stuff.
0: I, I don't think that he's plotting, or if he is, it's not coming from him. Right, it's not under his own sort right. of volition. I think he, if he's, if anything, he would have been coached by Michael.
1: Absolutely.
0: We we hear Jacob talking in the last episode and saying well I don't want to say you know I don't want I want to be careful about what I'm saying I don't want to really say right. that and then they they reference something about kicking someone down the stairs we never get that really no, clarified we
1: don't get that story we don't get whatever they were hinting at we don't get
0: but Jacob does sit down again with the producers and does tell this story about his mom and what she has directed him to do yeah. And so, you want to talk about what that is?
1: It was forced urination. Is what, <laughs> <laughs> that's I think how we put that. Yeah. All right. So, so she was basically. So apparently, Natalia was, you know, having some uh, potty training problems, or just peeing the bed, or pooping everywhere. It's not really super clear, but <laughs> which, I mean, look, this is a traumatized person.
0: Is right. You know,
1: if poke your cat. For Three days straight and see what they do, right? Oh. I mean, right, they people that, that it's a way to act out,
0: right. right? That's exactly what I was gonna say. She's uh, it, to me, that would be like an acting out, attention getting. Right.
1: So, his mother, the lunatic psychopath,
0: Christine Barnett,
1: correct? So, she goes, Jacob, my dear, sweet boy, who's made me money because, because I, of the book uh, I wrote, I wrote a book about you and your, your mathematical skills. I need you to go and pee on your sister's stuff. Pee on the bed, pee on her toys, on her clothes, just pee everywhere. He's like, what? I mean, is that really something? And she's like, yep, it's an order. Go. And it's he's it's l- an order from the therapist.
0: The, yeah. A therapist,
1: allegedly. she said,
0: allegedly, a therapist told her that this is what, I mean, no therapist would. Zero,
1: there's approximately a 0% <laughs> chance <laughs> That's that ch- came from anywhere other than the twisted mind of Christine.
0: Exactly. Uh, so he does it. Yeah, and now now he feels
1: awful about it, which he's the only person in this whole thing that might have some semblance of a conscience left.
0: Correct. He shows actual remorse. Yeah. Now, again, I'm taking on faith that the remorse he's expressing is real remorse, but he he doesn't overact like Michael does. So even if he is just saying it, it's at least coming across. I thought as it seems genuine to me. Yeah. And he just says, you know, if she has. She's continue listening. to watch this instead of just turning it off I hope she knows that you know yeah. I'm sorry for would, the things because that is awful yeah well it was awful but can you imagine instructing one of your if children if I came that- home
1: and there was pee all over all my stuff somebody's taking a beating <laughs> <laughs> Now, of course, she's not really in that position.
0: Well, but she got a knife. I yeah. mean. And here's here's one of the problems is that we don't know where in the timeline that no, fit in. No. Like, when did that occur?
1: Yeah.
0: And, and then, like, did that happen before or after in, she had the knife? And she started writing right. about how, you know, writing notes about wanting or whatever it was she was doing. Expressing. expressing that she wanted to kill the children. Yeah. Because, or stealing their toys or whatever else, you know, like who knows when.
1: If it was before, then you can't be super surprised she's going to be resentful towards her siblings when you told one of them to pee all over (laughs) her stuff. Right. Right. And if it's after she threatened them, are you guys stupid? If someone threatens to kill you, your best bet is probably not to antagonize
0: (laughs) them. (laughs) By by having your child pee on their stuff.
1: I mean, that's just strategic <laughs> thinking, is I, what I'm trying to get through here.
0: <laughs> I just can't imagine. I I just, just a I horrible can't. person. It's just terrible. It's just terrible. And yet, I I'm not laughing. I'm not laughing because absurdity. I think it's funny. Yeah. I'm laughing because it's so crazed. It
1: is that mm-hmm. this would have
0: happened. Um, as I mentioned before, we also learn in this episode that. Anagrava is actually Natalia's mom. They've right. done a, Dn-
1: did DNA a DNA test. Yep.
0: And then there's an interview that happens while the war in Ukraine is going yeah. on. And so the interview is ultimately interrupted by, by bombs. bombs. Yeah, <laughs> But during the interview, we learn about what went on and sort of Natalia's birth.
1: Right. So basically, when she was born, She was clearly, you know, born with this disability. These disabilities, I guess, is more accurate. And Natalia's mom was told by the doctors, supposedly, that, you know what? This is not for you. She's going to be, she's going to have problems her whole life. She's going to take away tension from your other children. She's not going to live very long, probably. Why don't we just put her up for adoption? I mean, they talked her into doing that. Yeah. I mean, she didn't say no, but...
0: She didn't say no, but I think that she does express some sadness yeah. that this is what's become of this poor child right. that she had. It sounds very, I mean, is that something? I'm sure that that's something that happens. It
1: sounds like something a doctor would say in the 50s. Yeah. Right, or the 30s.
0: Yeah, it's right? a very kind of Let's weird. send her to
1: the home for wayward girls or whatever and just forget about her. You yeah. The Kennedy solution, Right, r- r- right. Have her lobotomized and you know stick her in a a, a, a a institution and call it a day. Yeah, right. So yeah, pretty awful. I definitely believe that she was told that. Yeah, I think I, she was.
0: I, I'm sure she was. It's but it just seems so old. Like I can't imagine that that's something that would happen today in a Western hospital. Do you think that yeah. a Western hospital would do that, or would they say? I wouldn't
1: think so. I mean, uh, maybe some ro- one rogue doctor would, but in general, the institution isn't going to say things like that. Yeah, the Ukraine is—they've um, been in you know, in strife for, for most of their existence. Right, right. So,
0: but it's a it's a sad situation, and the mother was young, but she's not as young as she would have been if her. If Natalia's birth date was the date that was assigned by the Indiana Judge. Right, then
1: she's like Guinness Book of World Records young Yeah, she was at that like point. she
0: would have been ten. They,
1: they I think the youngest mother ever is like eight or nine. You know, if you have confluence of circumstances, right? You have someone who went through puberty very early, who was sexually assaulted, you know, that can happen. But it does not seem like that is the case at all. And she even, you know, says that that's ludicrous. Like I would have to be ten. To have her if she was that old, which right? Clearly, we know is not the case,
0: right? Indicative of sort, sort of the foundations of Natalia's issues, her right. her trauma, because that person went through intense trauma. Whatever you might absolutely think about. You know potentially, well, and
1: she's definitely weird, right? But she, but she, she really can't kid. help it.
0: How are we? And here's the thing all we have seen really of Natalia are these forensic interviews. Yeah. We, we, right, we, we don't see her in court at all. We mm. see her going into court, but right. we don't see her in court testifying. We don't really hear from her.
1: It's not a good documentary, it's uh, just, I No, say that.
0: and and that may be by design because i think she's she, i know she's going to have her own documentary where yeah. she does her own story but so all you know is like these weird witness interviews where right. they're talking about how intrusive she is
1: i'm not surprised about that either
0: going back to that when she was cut loose by the barnetts she would then have been like nine a, years yeah, old nine or, something, or, or something nine or ten years old living on her own she of course she behaved in a yeah, weird way yeah because she was a child
1: right if you let a third grader move into the house next door you know they might come over every once in a while to hang out because they're <laughs> right. like i really don't know how to do this <laughs> <laughs> i don't know
0: how to live i don't know how yeah, to be i can't adult. make
1: food I, don't, I can't shop i don't know anything
0: right but you're right she does come across a little bit odd with but again it's not so, her fault
1: This is a little bit of a digression, but this is why unwanted children, just in general, is such a problem that ripples beyond the immediate stone, right? Because unwanted children, I think probably more often than we care to realize, are put through bullshit like this, Mm -hmm. right? because you know they're bounced around the system that's all just worried about placing them at all costs they are going to have abandonment issues mental health issues in this case actual health issues this is why it's so important to allow women to control their own birthing to allow, let them pick when they want to give birth mm-hmm. because they're much more likely to have a well-adjusted loved child than this poor girl who's been just like thrown into the meat grinder and bounced around all these fucking idiots you know you know, for mean, her whole life.
0: And how unlucky to land in this crappy situation. But I
1: honestly, I think those... Now, there are some very wonderful foster parents, right? And adoptive parents. But I think it does, on occasion, attract kind of this wrong element of people who really don't have their head screwed on right. And they're like, well, we just want a baby in the same way they might say we want a puppy.
0: Well, I really feel like... Chris, And we'll get into this in our... Final episode where we're going to have a guest uh, on the episode with us talking this through about what the hell do we really think was going on there. And one of the things that I definitely think was going on there is they wanted another little vanity project. Christine wanted, you know, they already had Jacob and now they wanted to adopt a child who had. Some sorts of issues, right? you know, came from someplace different and maybe, you know, maybe... Tug
1: on the emotional heartstrings type of thing. of
0: YouTubers and uh, of of their, I mean, of YouTube followers. All right, so one of the other things that we learned in this episode is where all the boudoir photos are coming from.
1: Yeah, they're coming from Christine. Yeah, so... (laughs) She's a ho-fo show.
0: (laughs) This is... I mean, nothing wrong with being sexy and doing what you do, but... First well, of
1: all, maybe not the most cons- computer savvy person of all time. No, all but right. I'm going to say something about that too, because maybe she does know what she's doing.
0: Well, maybe, but all right. So let's explain how, what went on. So the, right. Michael is going to be on trial and
1: for a, abandonment of an adult.
0: Uh, for, well,
1: endangerment of adults. At
0: like this that. point, he we know he's going to be on a trial. And what he does is he explains that in the process, so he's standing trial on his own and Christina's on her yeah. own. And in the process, they subpoenaed Christine's Facebook. Yes. But in the meantime, Michael is retel- retelling the story about how he finally gets up the courage to leave her and she- and he goes away from Canada because, remember, they're li- yep. living in Canada. Yep. So he leaves Canada, but as a part of this process of separation and divorce, they have, like, a shared Dropbox where photos that yeah. she takes f- with her camera of the boys automatically get uploaded to...
1: This Dropbox,
0: this Dropbox,
1: which apparently and she forgot, possibly,
0: which she wasn't either savvy enough. Maybe she thought it was somehow going to sort just the photos of the boys, I mean,
1: or no, I there's only two real possibilities. I think one is she didn't even understand that it was connected to this Dropbox, mm-hmm. right? Because it doesn't say, "Hey, by the way, every photo you take is going right to a Dropbox." It just mm-hmm. does it, right? right? Or she's like, "Yeah, you're going to see every filthy little depraved." photo I take.
0: Well at first she was sending him photos because remember oh, yeah, he they, was yeah. saying she kept trying to get him to come back into the fold. Right. She really wanted to get I control of him.
1: bang you if you and if you give me full custody of the boys.
0: And if you give me full custody of the boys and I'll give you you can come back and have sex with me. We learned from Michael that she was withholding sex from yeah. him and I don't blame her. Right. Because ew.
1: That's like saying Oh, that lady praying mantis is withholding sex from me. I'm like, that's good, dude. Yeah, Run.
0: But she, but so they had, they had an unsatisfying sex life and.
1: What a shock.
0: And um, let's see, what was I going to say? The uh, Unsatisfying sex life. And,
1: and he sent her, she sent him these photos saying, this is what you're missing out on.
0: This is right. what you're missing out on. Oh, and he said, so because she was withholding sex, he had a little porn addiction. Right, he, and he so he admitted, I do not like these producers. Honestly, though, as bad of a of a documentary as this is, yeah, they really were good at just sitting there and letting these people spill their guts because right. these all of these people, these characters in this this saga, they all just overshare.
1: Yeah, let's not give them any credit for that. They were just sitting there.
0: Yeah, that's true. So at any rate he was addicted to they had porn had nice clear
1: sound quality we'll give him that i guess
0: but he was addicted to porn and she was taunting him with her her sexual self yeah and then he started seeing pictures that he wasn't getting from her
1: right in the dropbox in
0: the dropbox and then when he had the facebook dump he realized that there were some sexy conversations happening with yes
1: people of all sizes but <laughs> of,
0: of, with uh, in particular a, a man who had sent one of their one of his children to their little daycare thing yeah. and that talked about having sex with him in in some parking lot i can't remember yeah, like yeah. dunkin like, donuts no, it was like or whatever Like little caesar's or, <laughs> or something yeah <laughs> some <parking laughs>
1: What? It wasn't even like a good restaurant, I know. It was like Little Caesars. It was just I some,
0: think. you know, nothing against Little Caesars, but but mm. like also- $5 pizza, come on. Also, it's like a lot. All right, so, so we learn about this kind of contentious divorce, all of the shenanigans that Christine did behind the scenes. And my question about this- is how relevant is her sex life to the telling of this story?
1: Oh, honestly, not very.
0: Because every time they show text messages of her, right. they show a glamour shot of her. Right. A sexy, right. you know, There's a sexy- never any pictures
1: of her, you know, running to Piggly Wiggly. Right, right. I mean, it's always you know a MySpace photo angle type thing, or mm-hmm. she's in lingerie. Where she's or, in
0: lingerie, and then I mean, it just it's it, sort of it's like, not why relevant
1: I'm, to the, the Natalia Gray stuff at all.
0: At all, this is just about their divorce. And then, insofar as you want to say, okay, well, they had a contentious divorce. Well, it's pretty clear the guy jumps on the floor and is pounding the floor. I mean, he's yeah. he's constantly on the verge of some kind of mental Major breakdown episode. So it's not. You don't need any more information than that. This is just...
1: It's distasteful. It's squalid. It's prurient. It is prurient. Right?
0: That's the word I it's, was searching for. It's
1: just distasteful. It's um, crass.
0: It, well, it's unnecessary. It's... its gretinous. Gra- it's gratuitous is actually what it is. What it is gratuitous. Except in episode six when we learn something else. Then, then it kind of becomes then like, okay. Even if
1: it is gratuitous, that is so far out there. <laughs> I want it included.
0: I know. <laughs> I know. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> I'm telling you, when these producers were going around trying to get people to talk to them, they uh, they had to have been just clapping their hands. Oh, my God. They're delete. like. <laughs> um, okay. So we talked also uh, earlier in our hot takes about the unprofessionalism that we witnessed. Oh,
1: Dreadful. So that, I mean, Christine's lawyer in particular.
0: His name is Mark Nicholson.
1: You're a terrible lawyer. You're ter- You're a terrible lawyer. It, it right? just
0: doesn't seem, I've never experienced. You're not accomplishing
1: anything for your client by taking offense at everything somebody says to you. You have to realize you're in an adversarial situation. He's not going to be saying nice things to you, Right. Right. He's going to be saying shitty things to you, and that's regardless of which expert we're talking to. So there was that one. um, Well, I
0: mean, the doctor, right? um, Natalia's doctor. He wasn't really really nasty. He just said, "I can't." You know, she. When I saw her, her growth plates were not closed. Right. But you want me to refer to her as an adult, and and the attorney kept saying, "Because here's
1: flat out refused."
0: Here's the thing that becomes important in this trial regardless of the fact that they had a dna test proving that that was natalia's mother and that natalia's mother would have had to have been 10 when she had her if that that new date right from and you birth. have
1: a birth certificate there's a from birth the Ukraine. certificate
0: right so you have all of these things saying that she's born in 2003 the court that's going to hear michael's case refuses to acknowledge that right they will only acknowledge the fact that The re-aged, the legal
1: And I can only assume that's some cronyism there. Maybe. You know, where, like, we don't want to make our fellow judge look like a Um, doofus. I see what you're saying. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because he really will look, I mean, he is a doofus. He
0: really looks like an idiot. And
1: that's another guy. Fucking moron.
0: (laughs) But anyway. And maybe on the take. So Mark Nicholson... Challenges this doctor because the doctor says, I can't call her an adult. She wasn't an right. adult when I saw her. And then <laughs> Mark says, well, this is what you have to do because we're recognizing the legal date. You understand that's an attorney or a judge that made that date. And then the doctor says, well, so we're I'm not really." So the doctor says we're not really interested in the truth. Well, right. Mark Nicholson then he flies. flies off the handle.
1: Oh, my God. He's oh. like, how dare you, sir? How, how dare you <laughs> cast aspersions on my obviously crooked and sleazy self.
0: <laughs> How dare you suggest that I'm not here for the
1: truth? Because that's, not, first of all, any attorney would know that's not your job. Mm-mm. Your job is not to be a truth teller. That's the district attorney's job, theoretically. Your job is only to defend your client and and achieve a successful result.
0: And turning every witness into an adversarial witness, I can't imagine is a good, a good move. And then another person that he talks with, the woman who has rescued Natalia that that Natalia is living with or was living with at that point at at the very least. You refer to them as the...
1: The welfare... The
0: welfare scammers. Yeah.
1: (laughs) Which, look, I don't know if they're really scammers, but they were definitely interested in her welfare check. That's for sure.
0: So she is also aggravated with this attorney, and they get into it. Right. it's. It. I've never seen. Attorneys I've never act seen that way.
1: an attorney use like the f word more than Michael's. More any any in any legal proceeding. No. Much less multiple times like that guy did.
0: Michael's attorney. Yeah. Whenever he's talking on camera, he's dropping like, f bombs left yeah. and right. It just seems so. It was shocking. Jarring. Yeah. Because now it's,
1: look. I use the F-bomb a lot.
0: Of course, but you're not a podcaster. You're not an attorney. Not at
1: work, <laughs> right? Not at right. my job. Right. I'm like, hey, how you fucking doing today?
0: <laughs> I know. Well, but I mean, so Terrence Kennard, who is Michael's attorney, he seems very unprofessional too. Yeah. Although I would say of the two of them, between Mark Nicholson and Terrence Kennard, Terrence Kennard is probably...
1: He seems a bit like a sh- he's a showboater, yeah. I think. I may not know much about the law, but I know showmanship, mm-hmm. right?
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Yeah, and... You know, Michael has this weird attachment and thinks he's part of the legal team somehow instead of just the checkbook.
0: Yeah, he does. He think he thinks of them as friends. It's yeah. a really and weird... he keeps trying
1: to like pound it. You know, like, <laughs> like yeah. do knuckles and stuff. Yeah. I'm like, dude, you're paying this guy five hundred dollars an hour to dap you. <laughs> what are you doing? <laughs>
0: He does. He says that that's the how about,
1: only. If you want to be part of the team, how about you get out a fucking legal pad and write some shit down?
0: Right. He says that's the only place that he feels safe. And then he brags about how he's got a legal team 24-7 on this thing. Like, you know, where is this money coming
1: from? Well, I mean, maybe that explains why he can't fix his Lambo or whatever.
0: That's a, yeah, his he Corvette. In... So, yeah, the attorneys are awful in this. I have
1: a canard for you. How did <laughs> this guy get a law degree? I don't know. I don't know how
0: any of this is going on. <laughs> We hear also from uh, like a recording of the detective who's talking to this doctor and says, you know, she was aged up by this judge. But you you know that when you saw her, she was not an adult. And he said, well, but Christine told me she was 18. And he said, well, and the detective kind of puts it on the doctor and says, you know, there could be some trouble here.
1: Yeah. Because
0: they're going to say that that judge Use your advice to yeah, make her. And you he, might uh, you might
1: catch a case here, son. <laughs> That's
0: right. And then all of the, all of a sudden, the doctor's like, whoa, 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 whoa,
1: whoa. "Well,
0: <laughs> as a matter of fact, uh, her growth plates weren't closed." Yeah. And Hold on, uh, let me. Yeah, <laughs> let me
1: moonwalk away from that one.
0: <laughs> <laughs> it's just the whole thing is so messy and so weird.
1: Yeah, there's so much chaos. It's
0: it's it, but Michael to me is this most
1: pathetic character. He's worst. If there's like two poles. Of the bad parenting magnet. And obviously, Christine is on one end. Like, she would definitely be in the market for a Dalmatian coat.
0: <laughs> she would. She is Cruella. Right? Yeah. Yeah.
1: Michael, on the other hand, is just this like self indulgent, unaware fuckhead.
0: <laughs> he really
1: of is. Of just bad parenting. And you know, he doesn't give a shit for anything other than himself. He's, I, I don't even believe him when he. You know when he waxes, you know, sentimental over his son Jacob. I think Jacob is there to be on his team. To
0: be on his team, I agree with you, and I think that Jacob is caught. I mean, those Jacob poor, doesn't.
1: Yeah, he's those, not going to pick up on that.
0: No, those think. those poor boys, all three oh of my them. God. The two that are with Christine and Jacob, who is not with Christine and is kind of with Michael. Evidently, Christine has been telling the boys that Michael will kill them right if they are around him there's just so much tension with between the parents beth Karras makes a really good point about this and she says this is not really about natalia anymore now this right. is about michael versus christine sure. and you really see that ha- coming and Natalia's out natalia
1: is just a the battlefield
0: and what is the weird thing is that they michael's attorney asks him how would he describe natalia it takes Michael a while, and then he's like my, he's, daughter, he's, he's, my legal
1: daughter, my I'm legal like, daughter, Wow, don't get overly sentimental there, buddy.
0: And then the attorney, it, Terrence, says to him, "I didn't hear you say that you loved her."
1: He's like, ah, bah, 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 bah.
0: "Yeah, he has nothing. There's nothing. It's you just know what? he's
1: for Christmas. I'm sending Matthew a card, just verifying his legal status as <laughs> my son.
0: <laughs> you are my legal son. You are my
1: legal son, and there's <laughs> nothing I can do about it, <laughs> Dad."
0: <laughs> All right, so then we roll into punch or be punched. We've got the trial is coming. Yeah. We're going to see, part, you know, the stuff leading Can up to the punch? trial. Punch. <laughs> and Michael is being warned by his attorneys, you know, like.
1: Don't sit there rolling your eyes you can't, you gasping. Gotta have the, yeah, you
0: got to have the right affect for this. Yeah. Because, of course, they see how performative he yeah. is. And in fact, they say the the attorney says uh, if he goes away, that he's not really built for for prison. <laughs> he's
1: not really built for the suburbs. Uh, he's not really built for anything, really any really. kind
0: of social interaction. Yeah. Um, and he does this thing where they're like, okay, you know, here's how you should look. Do you know, don't smile. Right. And then, and he's like practicing this like half smile. It's very it's like, weird. Yeah,
1: it looks like somebody pretending to be a human.
0: What strikes me is how much the legal system is about bullshit. Just bullshit. It's not really about what's true and what's not true. It's about how much money do you have? What kind of a defense can you buy? And uh, what, you know, sort of how can you find, can you somehow find a way to be relatable to a jury? jury.
1: Rather than, you know, having a convincing legal argument, because of course, most juries are, let's just say, not the sharpest tools in the shed.
0: (laughs) And in the end, what we find out from this jury is that maybe they—well, they were really kind of stuck in a in a situation. Well, well, first of all, they weren't
1: even given the right information.
0: Yeah, well, we'll and we'll get there. We'll get there. Yeah. But before we go to trial, we meet the final and perhaps the most unusual. I don't know. He kind of rivals Hernia Guy. Yeah. You referred to him in notes as sexy little guy. He is
1: sexy little guy. He is. You know what he is? He is Little Tiger King.
0: He is. He's like a little person version of, of uh Tiger, Tiger King. King.
1: And by the my God, how many times did he assure us that he's got a big one?
0: Yeah, well he's Freddie Gill. His yeah. name is Freddie Gill yeah. and he had in some I don't know, he had he mentions that he is in some way involved in the country music scene. Something. I yeah. don't I don't know what that is, but But apparently like, the
1: ladies love the, him. Ladies love him, and him. the pile of garbage he lives on.
0: So yes, he is a hoarder of.
1: Some, I just I don't even know if he's keeping them. I just think he doesn't shovel the house out very often.
0: Well, he is. You know, he's a little person. It looks like he's in a wheelchair, right? So, yeah. or in some way, he. You know, it would be very difficult for him to do kind of big cleaning i would yeah, imagine maybe get a
1: girlfriend who's domestically inclined
0: mark how terrible to say such a thing well, but he, he, he does say that he is in he is a ladies man from it, the word it, go it, and he yeah. loves him and he likes not he does he he takes great pride in the fact that he's never really had sex with any little people
1: yeah which is again just kind of so self-hating weird it's hard to Wrap your head around that. But, I mean, I half expected him to bring out a guitar and sing to all the girls I loved before. Oh, no, it's
0: awful. So he bragged about the size of his penis multiple times. And
1: his skills.
0: And his oral sex skills. Yes.
1: By the way, ladies, every single guy you talk to is going to say those exact two same things. And we all know that it can only be true for a very small percentage of them. So... Uh, you know, yeah, do your due diligence both
0: not at once i would imagine um but but he brags and he says that whoa, he. whoa
1: whoa whoa what did i say
0: i'm not trying to say anything i
1: think you might be no i'm not
0: <laughs> um so he brags that he's so good at oral sex that yeah. a woman
1: was literally crying.
0: kicked him across the yeah, room yeah. <laughs> which i mean
1: i don't think you're uh really getting kicked across the room because you're good at it <laughs> it's like maybe you're just like you're chewing on her. In some yeah, way, like or? like
0: you know she she'd it's had enough s- already. She'd had so many O's that he yes. he got kicked across the room. Okay, right.
1: well that, who doesn't that, that happens to all of us? Uh, you
0: know. But he is surrounded by filth. Yes. he is. He himself looks kind of messy, and he is telling the story about how Christine. Reached out to him. Yeah. After they adopted Natalia, because she wanted to get some insight into right. raising a little person
1: and possibly having sex with one.
0: And then it turned very sexual.
1: Yeah. And Which I assume Freddie Gill. I wouldn't be super surprised if he went that direction first. But she was apparently on board. She was. And they, and have, he, they have the. They have the text
0: And he's showing these text messages where they're talking about, you know, his prowess, his size. How she doesn't see his size; she just sees the person. And which
1: I think would be tricky to do if you were trying to hug them.
0: (laughs) And then
1: (laughs) you'd miss by about a foot and a half.
0: And then he says he kind of indicates that he's going to be called as a witness against her. Yeah. And one of the things he's going to testify to is that she. Tried Kinda it. tried to hook him up with Natalia. Yeah, which what the fuck?
1: Yeah, look, you know, regardless of what that dumb judge said, you know she is not twenty.
0: No, but what? why would you, why would you, do that you to be your pimping daughter? your daughter out anyway
1: to this skeezy little junk dealer?
0: I mean, it's awful. It's awful. Like the depravity of Christine. She's evil. She's she's she is. I just felt
1: like Michael there for a second. Jeez.
0: Evil. She is evil.
1: I, I should go pound on the floor.
0: <laughs> she is evil. She's earned every letter. He she, said.
1: <laughs> she's earned every letter, even the B. <laughs> even the V. <laughs> <laughs> like what the hell are you talking about, dude? Are there some people who are just evil? <laughs> I don't know. Or vil. <laughs> she's earned every
0: letter. Oh, it, it's it, like calm
1: down, Mike.
0: It, Mike has never found calm. I no, don't think that he ever will. That's find not
1: calm. on his spectrum.
0: Michael no. does. A tremendous amount of crying Oh, he's, and the histrionics. The, the screaming he does—he's yeah. screaming at the producers, right? Like he's just—he just screams at them. I, <laughs> I wouldn't and even you know, know what. And you know what? I st- really
1: give the producers credit because they pushed record. Yeah. So good job on their part.
0: But That's I mean, all
1: they've done, as near as I can see. But
0: well, they did give us some evidence, which was the DNA test, in this, right? right? They gave us that. But other, other than that, we we're kind of still left adrift. Um. When he goes to court, the prosecution takes this hit because they can only refer to Natalia by her legal age, which, which is, is so
1: beyond dumb and ridiculous. Like, <laughs> first of all, somebody should have relitigated that, and if they haven't by now, Natalia, get a a, a lawyer. Well, Take I don't know Netflix if they can money. because
0: because of double jeopardy for him.
1: No, no, no. Relitigate the age thing. Oh. That is that is an embarrassment.
0: Yeah, that's that's terrible. Um, but all right, so he gets um, he goes to the trial. We don't get to see any of that, but we know you know he's going in prepared with his besties, right? And he comes out, and of course he's weeping. Yeah. And you don't find out until he's getting into the car that he's actually been
1: because we know for a rock solid fact he was going to be weeping. Regardless, Regardless of, the of whatever outcome.
0: happened. And, you know, actually, I wonder if he would have cried. He probably would have broken down. He would have cried yeah. for a bonheur. Um, but, so the, the jury doesn't find him guilty, and they...
1: And they basically said, Well, we really didn't have a choice. It's right. not because they loved him. Mm-mm, which is or what believed he thinks. Him. So yeah. when he
0: comes out, he's like, They knew from the because they deliberated only hour. for a couple yeah. of hours. Because
1: the judge hamstrung them so badly on what they could and couldn't consider. Yeah. There's like, all right, well, I guess we gotta We gotta find
0: out. him we gotta find him not yeah. liable, but in the end he is they thought he was. You know, yeah. they thought the the four person for the jury indicates that she that she and the jury believed that he was Maybe it fault. would have been
1: better if they had given that case to the cast of The Jury.
0: <laughs> I know. That would have been good. <laughs>
1: What's his name? The really nice guy?
0: <laughs> Ronald. Ronald.
1: Ronald would have been in there like, look, guys, I know we said we can't really think about age, but we all know she's just a kid. <laughs> yeah. I, I'm going to just say he's guilty. <laughs> I know,
0: right? Um. And so, you know, then he celebrates the fact that he's been he's been let off. And then at the very end, after the trial's over and you're having Michael do, doing the debrief with the producers. Still
1: the, dramatic and still histrionic.
0: Still dramatic and, and you know, a lot of weird crying and yeah screaming and whatever.
1: Gasping. He likes gasping. He's
0: he like, <gasps> he was asked if he would look at something that Freddie Gill has yeah. to say and they yeah. give him a computer where Well first he, he
1: said like no. But first, he's kidding. like,
0: I don't care. I don't care anything about what he says. Doesn't matter. I'm Doesn't matter what he says. Yeah. And then they say, well, you know, if can you just look at it? And then he takes it. He goes, well, I will. And then he's, whose computer is this? How many pieces do you want it?
1: Right. In. I'm like, dude, if it you broke, if down. you broke my computer, I'll beat your ass. Okay. <laughs> I, I don't <laughs> think anybody's going to have any trouble doing that.
0: But he, they, you know, so you, they, he play, they play it, and you hear, and then something gets beeped out, and what it sounds like is that. Freddie Gill is gonna say something unsavory about Michael with regards to Natalia and s- sexy stuff. Oh dear. Is what is how I kind of yeah. took it. I mean, that
1: could very well be because he was definitely running from whatever that issue was.
0: And he, you know, he's like, no, I will not. And he closes it, and you never really hear what he says. Which
1: by the way, more bad documentarians. Mm,
0: but also he's lying because he had a dump of all of the Facebook. Yeah. Of, of he knows what Freddie yeah, Gill is going to say. It. Yeah. He knows what he was going to say. So Michael there is, is caught out, and at the very end, you, you get to see one last, I think one last scene of him, and they say, and it's him saying, you know, uh, th- that's not even the crying mic. I can I can bring you the crying Mike. We if know you, you if can. You need do. it. Yeah, we know you can. Every time that guy acts like he's what crying, th- what did
1: you think as soon as you heard that scene? What Bro- do you mean? Broadcast news.
0: Oh yes, you're right. <laughs> Where
1: William hurts, like wait. He's like, oh, I'm I'm sorry we didn't get you. You were really crying there. He's like, give me a minute. Yeah. And Michael's just like, I can give you crying, Michael. You want to cry, Michael? You want crying, Michael? He's right. He's right here on the tip of my tongue. Oh, no and then no I mean,
0: or do you want screaming? Yeah,
1: you want screaming? You want me to hit the floor again? Yeah.
0: What do you need? What do you need for me? Yeah. Oh, I'll
1: do so- all the histrionics.
0: So, and that's where it leaves off. That's it. So, Michael is, uh, we learn that Christine's case is dropped because yeah. they can't, it, the, I suppose the prosecution doesn't want to try her when Natalia is, when they'd have to address Natalia as if she's that older yeah. age. Yeah.
1: Get that fixed first. What is
0: going on in the Indiana court system?
1: yeah, wow. it's awful. And you know. And you that,
0: mean, that gives me fear that that's how the, that's, I mean, is that the Marginalized
1: people are treated like shit by the courts. Even though our courts are supposed to be, of all the branches, the one with the most integrity and the most devoted to the truth and justice and the Constitution and all that, marginalized people are always treated like shit by the court system. Always. Think about, you know, like if you watch... Um, you know, TV shows from the 18th, 19th century, what they did to indigenous people, mm-hmm. right? In the Jim Crow era, what they did to African-American people, mm-hmm. what they, how they treat sex workers, um, you know, people with mental disability. They treat the marginalized like shit. In fact, their target for abuse is the exact same as serial killers' targets for abuse because mm-hmm. they know nobody will say anything. And it's disgusting.
0: It it really is. It makes me sad. Natalia got no satisfaction from any and, and of this. And the thing is,
1: and she's just not with it enough to really even, like, marshal her own forces in defense. Right?
0: Really not.
1: She's just like, I mean, she's just like, I don't understand why I don't have a family, you know, anymore. Because that's what she, at one point, said she wanted. So said, I just want to go home. I just with wanted to live with,
0: with Christine. I you know And
1: I mean obviously the abused don't always recognize.
0: Well how. no, we said it before in one of the episodes where it's like the barbed wire monkey. Yeah. A we'll mother, a parent is yeah. better than no parent. Yeah. I guess it's you know especially when you're you're little. There was nothing in me when I left this series thinking that Natalia was in some way lying or that she was that age.
1: I mean the birth certificate is at least evidence yeah her mom's testimony is evidence mm-hmm. there's no evidence other than this alleged pubic hair incident mm-hmm. which by the way is medically possible right i address this yes with my diagnostic skills <laughs> and <laughs> uh, google and google <laughs> WebMD, it's just disgusting i know it's, it's it just makes you feel slimy it doesn't make you feel slimy. because you're because you just know that Nothing right happened here. Mm-mm. There was no. no justice. There's no goodness. There's no order. There's no love. It's all chaos and hate and selfishness and incompetence mm-hmm. and corruption.
0: The only thing I can hope is, I mean, not that money makes things okay, but I hope that for this, for her her, her documentary that, that she gets some kind of- I hope of she gets
1: paid some. Paid. I mean, look, has she even gone to school? She maybe went to a, two years of school. Maybe, right, I mean, ha, ha,
0: it's it's so it's, she's ripe for being taken advantage of, of course. And of course, who was there to to really help speed that along, Doctor Phil?
1: And th- at some point, we're going to have we're gonna I'm gonna do my Oprah expose, mm-hmm. but it's her fault that he is on our radar screen at all. Yeah, and he's just a he is just a smarmy, self serving exploiter but he's
0: a he's a therapist mark
1: yeah okay guess what they're bad therapists um
0: all right so let's talk about our conclusions for these two episodes and then we will wrap up on this and then we'll get uh our next episode is going to be an overarching look and we're going to be featuring joanne palumbo our vampire insiders co-host She wanted to when she heard we were talking about this because I put everybody onto this. As soon as I started watching this, I was like, "You got to watch this this banana. It is a shit show." Yeah. So my conclusion is that I again kind of came away from it feeling like everything this made me feel dirty. I felt like I needed a shower after it. I felt very sorry for Natalia. Didn't believe a freaking word that Michael said, and I wished that we could have seen Christine more so we could have really dragged her.
1: So. In terms of feel the most sorry for, who's at the top of your list? Natalia. Then? Jacob. Yes. Then? I don't feel
0: sorry for any of the other people.
1: Maybe like that nice lady who wanted to adopt her. But but, but
0: I don't... What's to feel sorry for? Yeah, I don't You know, yeah, I I don't pity her. I just... It's too bad that she wasn't the one that was able to... Although here's the thing, all of these people were willing to do some kind of shady under the table adoption. Yeah. yeah, Of, you know, you go to a conference. It's called
1: like an, it's called like an inside adoption or something like that. Yeah, so, it is.
0: something like that. Yeah, yeah. so it's not, Regulated, there's yeah. no legality, there's nobody... Like, you, you're you going to adopt this person, no one's coming to check on them. Yeah. If you go through a regular adoption, fostering, sure. and stuff like that, you have to see, they, they're caseworkers that well, come and they check on them. And this is exactly
1: the same point as I made about the courts, is that the marginalized, the uh, racial minorities, the disabled, they're always treated worse by that system than... I mean, if you have a healthy white baby... They will treat that baby like the prize and they'll make sure it goes to a great home with a lot of money and all that. I mean, that's what they generally do. But when you have the The marginalized kids, they're just like, place them with anybody, whatever, we'll take it, just to get them, move them through the system. And that's what happened here.
0: This wasn't even in the system. This was external to the system. And there was a lot of of shenanigans. So any of those people, any of those people who were looking to adopt her in that kind of weird under-the-table way where you're paying some random person $25,000 for a baby, come on. Sketchy. Come on.
1: Beyond sketchy.
0: It is it's so it's so bad. All right, so what did you think of the the series overall?
1: Again, fascinating subject. Could have been possibly a great documentary instead of it's it's just a sensationalistic documentary. It
0: is. It is. It would have it fit very nicely with Tiger King. You yeah. mentioned Tiger King quite a few times, but I think that Tiger King actually was a better produced documentary the cast of characters could have been interchangeable right but the the filmmaking here mainly in the sense of narrative and and providing some sort of guidelines or guideposts for the viewer along the way was completely lacking in natalia
1: absolutely just not a well done, not a well made documentary,
0: but fascinating. and oh, I, and I the, recommend the, it to everyone. Just just because
1: the subject because is so the new.
0: subject is so wild and so it interesting. It is, but it, it you have to walk away from this questioning the courts. Yeah, that's really that's absolutely. the thing. The indictment here, I Michael is a shitty person. Christine is a shitty person. They're terrible people. They are. The indictment for me is the court system right. that allowed this Enabled, child to be aged up by whatever it was, 14 yeah, years. Just,
1: and just a random, okay, well, this is how we're doing the math today. Okay, that's done. Let's go. Chop, chop. And now it's in the books forever. Yeah. Based on no science, really? No rational. I mean, he's like, well, kids stop growing when they're 12 or whatever it was. 18. 18. No, that's not true. First of all, some of them stop growing when they're 13. Yeah. Some of them start, keep growing until they're 30. You know, that's what a dumbass thing to say.
0: Kids stop growing when they're 18. She's been with you for four years, so she must be 22. Yeah. So we're just going to call her 22. Yeah.
1: Not even based on any facts or science Uh, at all. Nothing.
0: Awful. Awful. So starting with that. All the way to the judge, and who, then the judge
1: who protects that shitty ruling. <laughs> In fact, if he was a decent judge, what he would have done is first thing we're going to do is we're going to rehear the issue of the of her age.
0: Well, I mean, I don't know if he has that kind of power, but you know, honestly, the who that's on, I would say it would be the prosecution. Yeah, would be to say, hey, can we get a really yeah we need better a, we need a better this. yeah situation here yeah.
1: And, uh, but that judge didn't also have to ban. Anybody mentioning they have they suspected her age or whatever. Right. But he did. But he did. Because it's cronyism.
0: It's awful. Awful. All right. So Mark coming up on uh future episodes, we've got some really good stuff. We're gonna look at the Brooke Shields documentary Pretty Baby. Yes. We're gonna have Andrea back on to talk about that with us. And then we are gonna talk about AI. And I heard
1: she just wanted to talk about one of the amazing dogs for her.
0: <laughs> That's right, because we met Andrea in person recently um, and her little dog, Samson, yes. who liked Mark yes. the best. And then we are going to have another episode about AI and the yeah. impact of AI on business and also the impact of AI. We're going to talk a little bit about the SAG after a um, no, strike and how that's that's playing out of how ai is involved in that as a as a part of, of what they're concerned about and then we are going to talk about something that i am becoming obsessed with
1: <laughs> you are. it's a daily concern
0: and that is are we living in a simulation right so uh i think that's all i have to say do you want to talk about our social media
1: we do have social media, so um, most active on Twitter, where we're at extemporaneous2. I am at Mark Eats Peach. Christina is at Christina Gen X. We so, also have a Facebook group and an Etsy. And no,
0: we don't have an Etsy, but we do have a Facebook group. Threads
1: and whatever.
0: All right, everyone. Thanks so much for listening. We are glad to be back, and I'm going to say bye.
1: Peace out, Cub Scouts.